the last day of summer comes by. We're technically still in summer, but if you really think about it, all the kids are going back to school. A lot of us are going back to work. We gotta sell summertime, don't you think, folks? What's going on, everyone? This is your boy, Manny, and welcome to What's the Word LA. I hope everyone is actually doing, having a really good day, especially to those students who are returning to their virtual online schooling at home. I know in tough times, a lot of the kids are wanting to go back to school and me working for after schools, I'm one of the, I'm one of them that actually wants to be back in the field, but unfortunately, we could thank coronavirus for that, but don't threat my friends, all the students, all the staff that are working with your students, with your kids, whoever's listening to this podcast will be back out there soon. But with that being said, we're going to get straight into the episode today. So today's episode, I actually have a special guest with me today. And the reason why I asked this person to come on the show is because one, she is one of the most positive people in the world. Her Instagram story says it all. She's always issuing challenges to all her followers and all her friends. And it's funny because with the Zoom crew that I'm with, shout out to the Zoom crew, everyone loves the challenges. So I think a challenge in this world right now is necessary. Why? Because it teaches us how to appreciate little things in the world. It teaches us how to be grateful with certain things. So, with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, I'll introduce you to my good friend, Zoraya. Zoraya, Zoraya, come on. Oh my God, look at that. <laughs> and the crowd goes wild. The, the audience loves, the crowd loves you. <laughs> well, how are you doing, Zoe? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm really excited that you were able to come out today. I'm excited too. Good, good. Well, this is going to be a good episode because we're going to spread some positivity today to our listeners. We're going to spread some gratitude to those who are in need right now. We're ready to share our thoughts with the people and how we can help others, not physically, but mentally and emotionally as well. So what yes. do you say to that? I love it. I love it. I think mental health is something that's really important. Mm -hmm. And given this pandemic, yes, a lot of people have lost that. So, you know, it's sad to say that. And it is true. Yeah. But if you have also noticed, there's people that have been stepping up to help out other people. Yes. I think um, a lot of people are finding their purpose in this last year. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people have lost their purpose. Or like, or are just like, what, what am I put in this world to do? And yeah, um, yeah I, I'm all about gratitude. I'm all about positivity. I'm all about living in the moment. So yes. And your Instagram shows it because every <laughs> single morning I have a challenge. Yes. No, but how do you say your morning? Like, how do you say your good Buenos morning? Dias. There you go. <laughs> that deserves, that, wait a minute. Where's my button? Where is it? There you go. Uh, darn there you go. let's try that one more time i get a honk no you don't get a honk let's try that one more time there you go buenos dias there you go and then you know depending on the day yes. i say the day but yeah um it started randomly so we'll get right into it right let's do it yes so i started doing it because i would get dms saying my gosh i love looking at your stories because you make me laugh and you make one me of smile um how do you come up with your content? And I don't like even my challenges as I'm doing the recording, it pops in my head. So there's days where I'm like, shoot, what am I going to do the challenge on? Or I'm just like 
what is today's challenge going to be? Um, I just do it spare in the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, I've learned that when you plan, you're not being true mm-hmm. to yourself. Yeah. I mean, there's a little bit of planning that you should do, but for the most part, yeah, I just, um, a, you know, a lot of people are just DM me and saying, you know, you're allowing me to get through the d- through the day. This morning, I woke up to one where the guy was like, the guy, sorry, I won't say your name, but he was just like, you know, you motivated me to change my career path. And I'm like, how does my challenges do that? Yeah, it's you know, crazy. Here, here's the crazy thing is that little words today can really affect others. Yeah. And the smallest things, you know, affect everyone in this world. Yeah, and, for sure. And it's, it's, and I see that as a good thing because sometimes we expect big things mm-hmm. out of other people. And there's people out there that's like, you know what? Like, they might not be able to give you the entire world, but they can offer you something small. Mm-hmm. And it's the littlest thing that's, that counts for me. Yeah, I, and that's what I live for. I live for motivating people. I live for, I'm very ambitious naturally. Mm-hmm. And I know I'm hyper naturally. Like, I don't need coffee. I don't need anything. You know, a lot of people are like, where do you get all your energy? I feed off of people's vibes. I'm the exact same so way. So if your vibe if your energy or your vibe is not with me, then you'll notice mm-hmm. I stay quiet. Yeah. No, <laughs> you and know? you know what? I, I can relate myself to you because even when I'm at work, even when I'm somewhere else, I, yeah. like you said, you don't need coffee. You don't no. need alcohol. It's just like, it naturally just comes out of you. Yeah. And I think that's amazing that the fact that some, a lot of people in this world naturally have that energy ready to burst out of them. Mm-hmm. But um, I wanted to ask you, like with your questions, it's like, do you just come out of, you just, think of them randomly do you search them i up? do i don't search i don't do any of that it's just it comes organically mm-hmm. so i noticed that there's been like a few repeats here and there but for the most part you know like what i say that morning is basically my vibe as well mm-hmm. um you know i don't wake up every morning without saying why i'm grateful for mm-hmm. the morning like yeah. that's the first thing before i do my before i do my bed before i brush my teeth before mm-hmm. you know whatever i always say you know i'm thankful for whatever um there's certain little routines that i've learned to do to kind of get me in that mindset mm-hmm. um you know every day is not peachy but for the most part it's it's a good day yeah of course you know? of course and um because i would get a lot of these dms Uh, via instagram saying hey like i love i just love what you're spreading like your smile makes me smile even when i'm having a bad day so i figured you know what well let me challenge people because there's definitely a lot of people out there who just need that extra little push yeah um and it's crazy because when i do these challenges i do get responses from people like oh i did this or i did that or you know Mm -hmm. and i'm not asking them to reply to me i'm just saying hey whether you're doing it or not that's up to you but here is today's challenge no and and i think that's really awesome that you put that out there on social media and Mm -hmm. you get responses back a Mm -hmm. lot of people today will do that and some people will get the 100 percent emoji the clapping emoji the fire emoji and it's like those are all little responses that do mean a lot to people Mm -hmm. and i can see that you're positivity your messages that you send out on social media really affects those yeah and you never know someone might be going through something mm-hmm. you know at the end of the day you're like i really hope this does help someone because you know they'll probably want you know i would want them to do the same for me and it's like there you go yeah you have you have someone there that 
And if you impact one person, like my whole thing is, you know, it doesn't matter how many people, how many followers or whatever. If I can impact one person, I'm good. Mm -hmm. You know, so and I get called out. I mean, there's times where I don't post during the week just because I'm busy at work. Yeah. Or I post later on in the morning and they're like, hello. Yeah. Like, what's up? Like, where's your challenge? And I'm like, shit. I need well, you. Let me let me think of something real quick, you know. Um, but yeah, I don't plan it. It's literally how I'm feeling that day, and then I just mm-hmm. I wing it. Um, I do a lot of that. Yeah. In my professional life too, like yeah. I I plan for things and I prep, but for the most part, when I my plan of action is really organic. Yeah, and. When you say organic, it's like, what is necess- what does that necessarily mean? It just flows out. Just flows out. Yeah, whatever I'm feeling at that moment, it just comes out. Mm-hmm. You go with what's in front of you. you yeah. You use what you got. Yeah. And you know what? A lot of people in this world today, they do that. But then again, it's just like they wish they've had more. And you know what? I've like, I'm 27 years old right now. And one of the things that I came to realize growing up, like in my early 20s, mm-hmm. Well, actually, it started hitting me more when I turned 16, 17 was when it came to my parents. Because as kids, I feel like we don't appreciate our parents the way they want us to. Mm-hmm. And as kids, you know, we're meant to be wild. We're meant to be crazy. We're, right. meant, to, we're meant to be kids. Mm-hmm. But when you, read a, when you reach a certain age, that's when the appreciation kicks in. We're just like, you know what? I'm grateful. Like, I'm appreciative of these persons. A thousand percent. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, growing up, I was raised in a real military style type of home where i was a girl i couldn't do much of anything i had a curfew i couldn't spend the night at somebody's house and you know growing up i was like man i can't do anything in this house Mm -hmm. like geez but now at 36 i'm like oh i know why they did that yeah and can i ask you a question Mm -hmm. um were they like were your parents like that with you because you were a girl or was it because they you know were they just like very disciplinary parents Um, I think it was a combination of a few things Mm -hmm. Um, because I was a girl Mm -hmm. and it was my brother and I, I was a baby. And I think also because they both came from really big families. Yeah. So they were used to raising their their siblings. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the other part is they were always concerned about uh, catching other households habits. Okay. As opposed to them kind of teaching and letting Mm -hmm. me experience. So like, and, and it didn't make sense when I was growing up, but now it makes sense. So I wasn't allowed to sleep over people's houses because they were like, I don't know what you're going to, what type of habits you're going to catch yeah. from them. And you're going to think that that's okay in our household. Mm-hmm. So, um, and it makes sense. It I does. Mean, it does. Because a lot of kids today will go to their parents and like, but my friend, my friend's yeah. mom lets them do this. That's for- the cool mom or cool dad. Yeah. And you know what? That's a, for me, that's a misperception of you know, how parents tend to parent their kids because I'm not going to say it's a mistake. No. Because any parent can parent their kids differently however they Mm -hmm. want. You know, me working with kids, I tell parents sometimes, like, if I tell you this, it's not because I'm not telling you how to be a parent. Mm -hmm. I'm just telling you what I think, you know, would work best for the kids. Right. And parents today are very open to hearing other people's words. And especially in a community where it's um, difficult to be living in. Mm -hmm. But, um... Yeah, I grew up, my parents were very chill, very lenient. You know, my dad was like the hard one. My mom was like, yeah, you can go. But then as I started getting older, my dad started seeing like, you know what? I can trust him. I, mm-hmm. he, you know, just if he fucks up, okay, you got to learn from your mistakes. Yeah. But for you, what, what is your method of recovering from mistakes? Like, what do you view mistakes as in life? 
uh, opportunities to learn. Opportunities to learn. Yeah, I don't. I don't call them mistakes. I call them opportunities to learn and better mm-hmm. yourselves. And I learned that probably um, my late twenties up until you know recently. Um, I'm very hard on on myself. I'm probably mm-hmm. my own worst critic. But I feel like you need to encounter mistakes in order to better yourself. Absolutely, and so. mis- mistakes and. In life are important mm-hmm. like you can't go in life saying oh i never make mistakes no but it's and it sounds cliche but nobody is perfect exactly and it nobody really is perfect and my idea of perfect is not going to match somebody else's mm-hmm. you know but um but yeah i i i've experienced a lot and um there's some things that i've repeated because maybe yeah. i didn't learn it the first time yeah but um Sorry about that. We have a little helicopter roaming around us. <laughs> it's the ghetto bird. No, thank, you, <laughs> thank you, LAPD, for gracing us with your presence. <laughs> no, and you know what? Especially the funny thing is in this area, um, they're always flying around here. Yeah. There's times where in the night, like, I'm getting home, and they're flashing their lights within the other side of this area. Uh, like, I get home, they're just like, oh, they're just probably just, what, what, like, just flying around yeah. just to make sure that nothing's going on. But... I mean, it is what it is in this area. Thank you for gracing us. <laughs> okay, back to the comment. But um, um, no, you know what? Um, we're not perfect in this mm-hmm. world. We can't be perfect. Mm-hmm. Like we just, we just can't. And it bugs me to see people trying to be perfect for yeah. others. And like I tell them, you can't be perfect in this world. You you're gonna make mistakes, whether you like it or not. And at the end of the day, you can choose to learn from them or. You can choose to continue doing the same thing and right. live a you know live in that unhappy moment. Because mm-hmm. when I see when I hear your words on Instagram, when I see you, is like you're such a happy person. You're always smiling. You're always in a good mood. Yeah, like, I would say ninety percent of the time I am. Um, mm-hmm. I'm in a really good mood. You know, I have my moments where I wake up and I'm so tired and I don't want to do it. But um, it starts with you, and it's really important to have that mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, it carries you a long way through the day, um, and it's a work in progress. And people don't realize that um, how you think of yourself in your head mm-hmm. is what you project. Yeah. So um, you know, I get told a lot like you know your energy attract is so attractive it yes. attracts a lot of people you're easy to talk to you're easy to hold a conversation with and that's all stuff that i learned mm-hmm. um because believe it or not i used to be really really shy really really shy oh, i wonder why <laughs> um, and i think it was because a lot of it had to do with the domestication growing up with my parents mm-hmm. you know they they um I'm so appreciative of the, of the way they raised me but i think when i started college that's when um I kind of came out and I was like, okay, wait. And like, I think that's the right time that you yeah, came out because when you go to co- yeah. what, what can I ask you? What college did you go to? University of Laverne. Go Leo's. Oh, nice. No, nice. <laughs> oh no. I know my friend actually went out there. Yeah. Um, when you went out to college, what were you expecting out of yourself? Like what was the one thing you wanted like out of college? To get my degree ASAP. And what did you get? Did you get your degree in? Um, I got my bachelor's. I'm a double major. So I got my bachelor's in chemistry and business. Say that one more time. Chemistry and business. Ooh, chemistry. So I'm a you, geek. So you double major. I double major. What exactly does that mean? So you got two diploma or you just got I one? I have two degrees. You have two degrees. Yeah. Well, it's, it, yeah, business and. That and is awesome. Chemistry. Yeah. Chemistry. Chemistry. What? Why chemistry? Like. 
So I was just really intrigued with science. I am such a geek. And um, at one point, I really wanted to be a pharmacist or yeah. go into pharmaceutical design. So I wanted to be the one in the lab creating the drugs. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's funny. My brother is the exact same thing. He yeah. he actually graduated from Santa Barbara. So he got his degree in chemistry as well. Uh-huh. And when I asked him, I was like, why chemistry? It was hard as fuck. I'm not going to lie. He told me the same thing. But you know what? He has an act for science. Like He loves... Yeah. Um, he works in a, um, I think in like in a medical lab. Yeah. Usually if you don't become a pharmacist or if you don't teach, then you're working in the lab. Yeah. Um, the crazy thing is when I started college, I had a career already. So, um, and I use that career obviously to like pay for books and stuff like that. Yeah. But I naturally have a patient, a passion for science and my brain just works different. Mm-hmm. It's I think outside the box and I don't fit the prototype of yeah. like you look at me and you're like, oh, this girl's just a party animal, like, you know, whatever. But yeah, I'm a geek at heart. Well, first, let me tell you <laughs> that when I first met you, well, let me tell a little story. Let's get away from the whole like positivity. Like, let's talk about yeah. how you and I met, because it's an interesting story. Mm-hmm. So I met you at um, the house in Garden Grove, I believe, somewhere around yeah. there. We stayed out there when we stayed out there that yeah, night. Yeah, that weekend. And um, homegirl Pina, shout out to Pina. Hi. Oh, Pina's actually oh, here. Pina's oh my here. god, she wants to talk now. Y'all know we rode together. Oh hell yeah. <laughs> she no, go anywhere. No, when you told me Pina was coming, I was like, oh, even better. Yeah. Because I know you two are, are like this. Yeah. So and I love your 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 relationship that the two of you have. Everybody does. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, I haven't met anyone that's just like all oh, those two are always together like why the fuck can't be separate I'll be like shut the fuck up like, and literally like I think I'm the crazy to her calm yeah mm-hmm. um but shy. oh talking to Mike talking to Mike <laughs> don't be shy yeah and Pina believe it or not is extremely shy and I think mm-hmm. I bring out her her craziness because I think everybody has you know crazy and we're not talking like psycho crazy you guys but um yeah, yeah the cool, cool crazy. crazy. Like we have, we like that party crazy. Like we like yeah. to, we like to have fun in life. We enjoy life. I feel like we all work so hard, and that's mm-hmm. my whole thing. Like there's another cliche saying, right? Like you work hard, you play hard. But yeah. for me, it's just like it's just relaxing, and mm-hmm. you do you put so many hours in a week, and sometimes you know it can be overwhelming. So when I'm around people that I enjoy to be around, I just you know you live in the moment. You do what you need to do well first let me say that we all need to get away sometimes in life we need to treat ourselves to certain things and i felt like that that time we actually went all went to the house that's when i had first met um when you but then pina i met at lucy's little drive-thru party but then ended up turning to be something else (laughs) Uh, ended up being like a sorority fraternity party all the neighbors looked at us like what in the house to go to drop off gifts and uh, Mama Lucy, I venga, pasen adentro, venga, venga. She had that, t- no, she had that on Julio bottle. We were just yeah. like, oh fuck, we're hooked. And she took the first shot. Mm-hmm. But that's so beautiful, right? P- complete is. strangers, and then you vibe together. Here's the thing: when we went out there, we were just gonna drop it off. But then the one thing that got my attention was Lucy's mom, because right. it's just like she didn't know us. Like no. we're complete strangers to her. She's like, oh venga, adentro, mijos. Like come have a good time. I was like shit you ain't gotta tell me they twice <laughs> they don't especially with everything that's going on right now it's like you never know but um i mean i was happy to you know enjoy my time with each and every one of you i feel like that day was just like the start of something new for all of us sounds a little cheesy to say that but it, it has been though. yeah but back to the house so um when they told me oh zoraya's coming i was like 
who's that? They're like, oh, that's Pina's um, that's Pina's You're like, or first die. of all, who names your child Zoraida? Actually, no, I, I like the name. I love the name. You know, I love it now, but it was it was hard growing up with such a unique name. Like, mm. I appreciate my mom because my dad wanted to name me something crazy, crazy. Um, no, like crazy, nasty, like ugly name. I mean. It was his grandma's, which would be like my great great grandma's name. But I was like, damn, they butchered her name. Um, <laughs> so my mom took the initiative in when he was in the restroom to fill, to complete the birth certificate. Yeah. Real quick. And then he's like, oh, all right. And then she's like, oh, well, the name's Zoraida. And he's like, Zoraida. <laughs> I love the name. Yeah. I look, people tell me like their names and they're like, it's a funny name, by the way. I'm like, that's okay. Yeah. You can tell me. So I'm just like, you know what i'm cool with the name it's something new mm-hmm. that, that that makes the person unique yeah in my book so yeah. i love the name so there's like in my head i'm just like who's that but then when they <laughs> tell me oh she's the queen of tequila i'm like eh, say that one more time <laughs> the queen of tequila i'm like oh i want a piece of that like i want yeah. i have to yeah. have a shot with this person and then when you came by like i introduced myself to you and everything and then like you had the tequila i was like wait 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 cheers yeah so that was actually a really good time that night and it was fun it was was meeting you know i met you for the first time who Mm. else did i meet i made i made met um jay and other people for the first time and it was it was a cool night it was and that's what i live for i live for consistently meeting new people vibing them vibing with them and making memories you know um i just find it funny because I love tequila. If oh, it's not tequila, tequila it's whiskey. And um, I feel like for me, that's such a conversation starter. You know, when people are like, oh, you you love tequila. Let's take a shot. Because I'm always the one like, OK, let's go take a shot. Yeah. Um, you know, and everybody that I've met was either a beer drinker or, or something else. And now yeah. they're like, oh, we got to have palomas. Like we got to have. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, though. It's true. That was a beer person. Yeah. Or. <laughs> You know, what I also love, too, is lingo, right? Like, when we use words and then you hear people mimicking, like, the the lingo that you use. Yes. Like, to me, that's a beautiful thing because it shows that you're vibing, that you're mm-hmm. connecting, like, not without even knowing. It's just, you know. It's just natural. It's just, like, yeah. I think people just instantly can get along with anyone else just, just yeah. by the vibe. Yeah. And, you know, when I met you, I, we got along so good. And then yeah. the next morning, you two let me have it. <laughs> Yeah, I asked 52 questions. Oh, that was that was um, that was a good time, by the but way. But you know, um, I do that because with I only do that with people that I'm actually like cool with, right? Because if I didn't vibe with you, I would stay totally quiet. Yeah, I would be cordial, but I would stay totally quiet. But I knew that um, I could mess with you. And you're like a little brother, so I'm like, I'm really going to mess with you. (laughs) You know, I I created a nickname, like stuff like that. Like when I say I do things organically. Yeah. like, I don't know how in the world you come up with those nicknames. I don't know. My brain just works mm. crazy. No, it, it was a good time, though. <laughs> yeah, it was See, cool. And that's the cool thing that we can have a laugh and like just yeah. like mess around with each other. Mm-hmm. You know, at the end of the day, we know it's, you know, it's funny. Like, we get a good laugh out of it. Yeah. So, yeah, thank you for that. Of course. <laughs> I was on a freaking hot seat for a good... Like, you were sweating for sure. Oh, I was. I was for sure. <laughs> and I was living for it because mm. I would look at you as I, and I would look at you dead in the eye and ask you questions. I'm like, so what's up? 
<laughs> and I was like, I'm just waiting for him to break. Like, and you wouldn't. Yeah. You just responded right back. And no, I love it, that. Because, you know what? Growing up as a kid, um, I used to get made fun of a lot. Yeah. And uh, it was just like the little things that I would do. I was just like mimic, like the Power Rangers, uh-huh. all that stuff growing up as a kid. Like, I yeah. was so into cartoons. Like, like I still like cartoons now. And it's just like, I won't mimic them. But it's just like, if I have to, it's just like for entertainment for like yeah. other people, like especially with the kids I work with. But um, yeah, I used to get teased on when I was a kid, not in, like in school as well, but more by like my family. So in a way, they actually taught me just, you know what, just live with it because you never know if these moments can ever happen again. Yeah. And that's what like for me, I'm just like, I got nothing to lose. Yeah. Like I, I'm not going to lose anything because of this. Like, yeah, I'm getting, you know, I'm getting so much heat for something. I'm getting laughed at for something, but the end of the day is it's a good time i've learned that when you're uncomfortable you're doing it right when you Mm -hmm. put yourself in a position where you feel totally uncomfortable you're in the right place at the right time and a lot of people uh, steer away from that but i feel like when you're comfortable it becomes a habit Mm -hmm. and then i mean who wants to just be on repetition you're not a robot so um yeah so constantly meeting new people and you know putting yourself in a position where you're you're the only one and you don't know of anybody else Mm -hmm. like to me that's mm, that's an adrenaline rush i love it it is it is and i actually never looked at it that way with the whole being comfortable and it's a it's a right position yeah i've used that for everything for my personal and my professional that's the first time for me so i'm i'm just like oh shit i'm learning something new every day (laughs) so it's and you know what and i think it's pretty dope that you put into that words because other people seen things differently Mm -hmm. and maybe they don't truly understand why they're being you know teased at or why they're you know being roasted but for me it's nothing personal Mm -hmm. of course if it's personal i'm gonna you know talk about it as well i'm just gonna be like hey that wasn't cool you know can we not talk about that again yeah but everyone reacts differently so but I really did. I really do like that whole uncomfortable is the yeah. right choice. I that deserves a girl <laughs> holler right there. <laughs> I'm telling yeah. you, I have so many sound yeah, effects. I love it. I love it. I, I, love I have to add my sound effects to that. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's how I met Zoe. But yep. Pina, I've met Pina before. So it's like, in a way, I'm really happy that I've, I've been able to bond with you two, you know, since this whole pandemic began. Yeah, um, you know that's not the only time we've hung out. Like I've hung mm-hmm. out with you ladies plenty of time. The last time I felt like I hung out with you ladies was it opening day Dod- um, when the Dodgers in July. At um yeah yeah at the at the pizza place yeah. Let me tell you right now, I wasn't gonna go that night. I was like, and I you know what? And I'm gonna be honest, I didn't think you were either. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm glad you did. And again, that's probably something where you battled with being comfortable and not comfortable during that moment yeah. in time. That's why I worded as such because, um, there's a, often times where I don't want to go somewhere, but mm-hmm. I do it. Yeah, you know, and I feel like you have to do that because. You, a you don't know who you're gonna meet true right b why not true i mean yeah like we get lazy we don't want to do this we don't want to do that but mm-hmm. then you can't complain when you're bored yeah or when you're because you're not actively doing anything so mm-hmm. um yeah i mean we've had some really cool memories and we're gonna have some more memories real course, soon real soon um and i it's it's epic and i think this pandemic what it's doing is 
it's solidifying people's relationships it is it's bringing people it's making people more awake of their current relationships Mm -hmm. and then it's molding them to really be like what is life's purpose what is my purpose what do i need to do to you know get through or um yeah really just figuring out what it is that that you bring to to life um you know, I feel like a lot of people probably are stuck and they're probably just like, well, I don't know what I need to do every day or how do I impact people or what do I what do I bring to the table? Those are all valid questions. Yeah, they are. You know, and like you said, people are stuck mm-hmm. because they don't know whether they're going to make the right choices or not. Yeah. But I'm just like, you know what? Go with what you, you feel is right. Yeah, because like you said, you never know what's going to happen. You never know who you're going to meet exactly you just gotta go with you just gotta go with what life throws at you the worst thing is you don't get along and you never talk again exactly and you know what that's not so bad it's not the end (laughs) it's not the end of the world because maybe it wasn't meant to be right right yes but i've been blessed that everybody that i meet likes me (laughs) <laughs> wants to hang out i'll cock you no, and, and no you i've know, been yeah, blessed it, it, to do that and mm-hmm. i've been you know the same way and i'm really glad that i've you know had the pleasure to yeah you know hang out around you too and one thing i really do want in the future is to go to dodger game with the, with all of you yeah That's, you know there's so many other people that that we all know right that Vettel knows that i know and i think the beautiful part about it is when we can officially get all types of groups together yes and everybody just congregate with one another and like mingle and really share it because you know i think that's just it's it's such a beautiful thing to me um and i feel like people need one another to kind of survive or to kind of um exhibit a right here (laughs) you know (laughs) yeah like i said i'm the crazy to her calm but Mm -hmm. um you you need that you need that moral support um you do and first of all let me just say that you two best friend goals like i we're sisters well i mean sisters can still be best friends come on now no but um when i see you two like it tells me that yeah you girls are always up to something you guys right. are always doing something together and like like you said you are you know the person that she needs in her life to you know to get through certain things mm-hmm. in life because i know obstacles tend to come at us out of nowhere yeah like we can see it coming sometimes we can't how do you tend to um handle certain obstacles that come your way um so when i encounter obstacles i do a few things i try to get my mind away from it so whether that's going hiking whether that's just taking a drive whether that's reading i do Mm -hmm. journaling um or sometimes i mean i'll hit up pina and i'll be like dude i'm having one of those days where i just need to clear my mind yeah you know and i don't need to drink i don't need to but i just need to clear my mind yeah um but that's usually what I do. I do a lot of journaling um, and I do a lot of reading, believe it or not. I love to read. When you say journaling is like, do you write this stuff down? Like- yeah. So whatever pops in my head, you have to get it out. So mm-hmm. whether you speak it out loud or you write it down, you have to get it out. The way that I work is once I write it down, it's done. Yeah. You just let go. Yeah. Um, and, and that's what I do. And I've been journaling probably since the age of 28 nice yeah so i really like that you do that because people have their different type of methods yeah and like i'm not gonna be here and say oh i don't think that's you know that's the right way to go no it's because a lot of people tend to write their stuff down 
like my my co-host Abby, she like for the past couple of weeks that we did the episodes on uh, living in the three two three, she's had her poetries and I pay attention to that stuff. And there was one time where I was just like, that hurt. Yeah, it hurt because I was just like one. I started asking questions like, is she going through something that I don't right. know about? Is she, is something going on in her life that? You know, maybe she wants to talk about with someone. Mm-hmm. I don't force it out of her because at the end of the day, I don't want to. Everybody like, has their own method. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I really like that you. you I write do that. Stuff and down. I don't just do journals to or journaling mm-hmm. to um, clear my mind. Yeah. I do journaling to also plan and mm-hmm. manifest. Plan and manifest. So, um, you know, I'm sure you've heard of vision boards. Yes. I started vision boards like in college. Where I would just, you know, for those of you that don't know, vision boards is basically at the beginning of the year or like a week before the new year starts, you kind of tell yourself what the goals that you want to accomplish this year. And you do that in a, in a few ways. A lot of times you just get magazines and you just cut pictures and you're like, this is my dream car. This is what I want to do. Or it's just words that impact you. And then you hang it um, in a place in your home where you wake up to it first yeah. thing in the morning yeah. and you like look at it and you're like, OK, I'm going to do that. And then you move on. So I do that. I do vision boards still. And then I write stuff down. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, like a lot of my accomplishments was because of that. Yeah. Um, I, I think mean, it's, I think it's dope that you have a rich, that you have a ritual. You to have certain to, things. you have yeah. to. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people are like, Oh, like that's weird. Like that doesn't work. It's just, but yeah. it's, it, it really does when you physically see yourself doing it mm-hmm. it does happen it does crazy things right so like i do this with vettel right where i'm like oh well what do you want to do and i use vettel because vettel's my sister and she's you know even though like we're both young like <laughs> <laughs> in terms of age she is you know y- younger yeah and so i always tell her and i'm always quizzing her and she can attest to that where i'm like well what do you want to do what do you want to accomplish like yeah where do you want to be you know, and I'm constantly doing that in the head and in her head because I learned that later on in my 20s. And mm-hmm. I'm like, if I could teach somebody that sooner, then yeah, then why not? Um, I do that with employees at work, like yeah. whether it's the receptionist, the mailroom clerk or, you know, somebody at a higher position. Like what what's your what's your goal today? What's your goal yeah. for the week? What's your goal for the year? Um, I ask people all the time, like, who is. I'll do it to you. I'll be like, who is Manny? Should I answer that right now? <laughs> Go for it. Um, Manny is a very, how can I say this? He's very um, active person, always wanting to learn something new. I feel like I grow by that. I don't like to just stick with the same things mm-hmm. over and over and over again, because then, like you said, what's my purpose you know, on accomplishing certain things. Me, I'm still, you know, I'm still in school. I'm trying to finish. You know, what I want to be in the future is I want to work as a coordinator and, you know, eventually a director and probably get a higher position with the Rex and Parks Department. Yeah. But I know it's not going to come easy. Right. So it's like, that's why there's times where I push myself. And it's not just I push myself. I like to push other people as well to, you know, to strive to, you know, to greatness. And, you know, one thing about me, I know these pesky flies are just everywhere. Um, One thing about me is... I don't like to see people sad. I right. hate seeing people depressed, sad, because it, it gets me in that mood where I'm just like, damn, like, 
you know i wouldn't want to be like this in the future so what i what i do is i go up to them even if i don't know them, i'm like hey is everything okay mm-hmm. why because at the end of the day they might not know me but they need that you know that a smile goes yeah. a long way thank you a hello goes a long thank way thank you and i totally i totally a thousand percent live by that like it doesn't matter if it's you know driving on the freeway and seeing somebody sell mm. flowers on an exit saying hello acknowledging and smile like you don't know what that person is going through and let me interrupt you on that yeah. and it's funny because um a couple of weeks ago i was walking in my area i was walking right here and down the street there's people there that just wait at the 7-eleven on you know down the mm-hmm. street on beverly um i saw that person there just sitting by himself mm-hmm. and he asked me for a dollar i was like what are you gonna do with your dollar he's like he thought and i knew in my head i knew he was gonna go and buy booze right. so i told him i can do this i can give you a dollar you can go waste that shit on booze and you know starve yourself to death or i can buy you something right like i'll buy you a hot dog pizza whatever like a drink whatever you want mm-hmm. he's like can you give me a um a pizza and a hot dog i was like i got you man so it's like did i have to do it no right i wanted to do it why because i wouldn't want anyone i wouldn't want to see anyone starve themselves to death and i know we're going through that right now mm-hmm. around the world you know i don't know i know people that are trying to help those in need and i appreciate and i applaud those that are out there working their asses off to make people happy but it's yeah. just like for me i i saw the guy i was just like i need to help this guy out yeah like he's probably like starving no one wanted to help him like well, I, will, and I feel yeah. like if you're capable of doing it mm-hmm. and you know your body tells you help then do it yeah um you know i help people all the time i don't broadcast about it um I donate to a few organizations, mm-hmm. um, but I'm just not the type to be like, hey, you know, this is what I do. This is, you know, I do yeah, and there's charity people, work. And there's or, people or, that do it intentionally to get recognition. And I'm just yeah. like, I don't need that. No. When I did the clothing drive for my, for my, for the Rex and Parks, yeah. I did it because I knew a lot of the homeless that were mm-hmm. being sweeped off the streets into those um, shelters needed clothing yeah so you know i posted about it because i want people to see that it's not about me you know doing this and being a bigger person no it's me doing this because i want people to step up i challenge people and i feel like everybody has had a low moment in their life yeah hold on ladies speaking of um loom moments uh catches my cat just came here (laughs) he doesn't bite yeah just let him come to you so cute (laughs) um yeah i think we've all experienced yeah. some low moments where we wanted somebody to be there and yeah and so for me like it's hard for me to go to downtown because i Same can't here. see homeless people i can't see people who ask for money because i'm the type if i have cash on me yeah i give it to you have you been out to skid row for like during the holidays yes so we actually have a good friend who has a non-profit organization and um We've gone with her to go feed the homeless. We've mm. gone to donate items. Um, we've gone to an orphanage in Ensenada. And this year especially, so I've been doing it for a long time where I, where I give back. But this year especially, I told myself I really want to give back because yeah. I'm blessed. Right? Absolutely. And, um, and I feel like when you put that out in the world, not only is it going to come back to you, but you're just doing good. And I feel like a lot of people really need it. Um, 
you know, I have a lot of friends who haven't worked since this pandemic started. And, yeah. you know, now they're stressed out because maybe their unemployment is going to get cut again or yeah. or what have you. And I'm lucky. I'm lucky to ha- to still be employed. I'm lucky to still have a job. I'm lucky to still have employees and offer mm-hmm. them, you know, opportunities. Here's so. the thing with that. A lot of people are complaining about going to work. And I'm just like, yeah. you people need to understand that you are still getting paid. There's people out here in the world that are not getting not only that, I mean, I've in my line of work, I've created um, call centers in other countries and, mm-hmm. um, you know, the closest one being TJ. And when you see their environment and their working conditions, yeah. you're like, dude, at least you have AC when you're working. Yeah. Like these people are like sardines in a room. I just think people don't. Well, they know that they have they have their jobs and everything. But it's then entitlement. It's just, yeah, it is. And. Mm-hmm. It disappoints me that people post, especially on social media, oh, I have to go to work. Like, I don't want to be here. I'd rather be home. Yeah. I'm just like, you know what? Go home. Don't yeah. don't go to work. There's someone out there that will appreciate and will benefit from this. But yeah. I wanted to ask you, you said that you um, created call centers at yeah. other. So are you a person of giving opportunities to those? Yes. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> No, and, and the crowd goes wild and the crowd goes yes. wild but so um in my line of work i mean i don't want to get too much into it but in my line mm-hmm. of work um it's considered corporate america mm-hmm. okay and um you know oftentimes i've gotten into discussions where you know um board members and managements are like we need to hire people that have degrees right what is your take on that well here's my take as an educated woman here's my take yes just because you have a degree doesn't make you smart. Okay. And it doesn't mean that you have the ability to accomplish the task that you're going to be given. I agree. I absolutely agree with you on that. The one thing that a degree teaches you is probably how to write a complete sentence. Mm-hmm. But that's it. Yes. Because if you came out of college with a degree and the expectation is to make six figures, then you're going to notice reality is nobody is going to give you six figures mm-hmm. unless you have some sort of connection, right? Um, so I give opportunity to everybody. Um, some of my best employees that are still with me, you know, and I've been in, in the line of business that I'm doing for 16 years now. Yeah. Um, we're working at McDonald's Mm -hmm. and you would have never known. Yeah. And the ones that have the degree are the ones that struggle the most. I've heard that. And I think the reason is because they get so caught up in structure as opposed to taking the task and seeing it completely for what it is. Yeah. You know, it's tunnel vision. Mm. Um, So I don't feel that a degree defines you. I feel that a degree is an asset and looks great on paper. Yeah. Um, But that doesn't mean you're going to be able to hold a conversation. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean that you're going to be able to accomplish the task that's going to be given to you. I feel like with a degree, a lot of people think that they're entitled to certain things in life. I'm like, and that's great to have confidence. It is. I love confidence and ambitious people. But I feel like you really do have to put in the work. 100%. And the reason why I say that it's 100% is because there's people out there that get the degree and they find their dream jobs and yeah. i applaud those that stick to what they want to do because right. they work hard for it yeah and I, and I know people like for example i'm gonna you know say with lausd a lot of teachers right now are like probably happy to work at from home because they don't have to do much but then 
like I've gone to certain schools and I see teachers that are just like, oh, just do this. And I'm just like, yeah. Like I like is this what you went to school for? Is this like really what you decided to do with your life? And oftentimes you'll find yourself, you know, you get a degree in something and you don't end up doing that as your passion for and life. And that's an, and it's an unfortunate thing because right. Like sometimes it's all about competition nowadays. Yes. Like you have to like you but have you to, have be to go to that named school, you yeah. know, that popular school. If you don't have that, then you're not going to get that dream job. Whatever that dream job yeah. is. For me, I always figured my purpose is to be a role model Mm -hmm. and um you know and i do i accomplish being a role model by teaching people what i've learned yeah and then the beauty to me is um watching people excel in that so i've had a lot of employees that just worked for us you know just to get a get a job to pay for their schooling and now they're PAs or their doctors or yeah. and to me and then they invite me to like their graduations, their weddings and all that stuff and to me that's beautiful, you know. Yeah, because you made an impact in their life, of course. And yeah. for and I'm kind of and I'm in the same way with some of the kids that I work with at you know both my jobs. They come back to me and they tell me like, hey, um, can you can I use you as a reference mm-hmm. for a job? I'm like, absolutely, go right ahead. Like I don't like if if it's gonna help you achieve what you want in life. I'm all for it. All for it. All for it. Yep. Because, you know, there was a lot of moments in time where I was looking for somebody like that. And Mm -hmm. I was fortunate to find references. Yeah. So, yeah, whenever somebody asks me for help, I do it. Yeah. You know, it's very seldomly where I reject somebody, um, you know, that's like, hey, I need your help. Very seldomly. For the most part, Mm -hmm. you can count me in. Um, Yeah. As long as it's, you know, there's been certain occasions where, you know, I've been asked to do things and I'm like, you know, but I don't agree with that. Yeah. So I'm not going to. You have to, you have your standards and you mm-hmm. have your beliefs. And mm-hmm. I respect that you stand by those because there's mm-hmm. people that are just like, they're pressured to change their minds. And then at the end of the day, it affects them. And I don't have a problem having uncomfortable conversations. I don't either. Um, but I find that a lot of people feel like, you know, they have to hold back sometimes. And to me, it's like, I would rather have an uncomfortable conversation. You know, it's, it's an adult conversation, but I would rather have an un- uncomfortable conversation because sometimes maybe they'll say something that I didn't yeah. think of or vice versa. Or I'll say a certain thing where they're like, I never thought about, about it that way. Yeah, I get that a lot when I talk to people. They're like, you know what? I never thought about it that way. Like. See, and, and that's what I like about you, Zoe, is the yeah. fact that you tend to change people's perspective on certain things. And I'm great at sales. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're very persuasive. And the art of persuading people, is it's a difficult thing. It's a great thing. book. It's a great book, but it's also a difficult thing if you yeah. think about it. Because yeah. not a lot of people get to change someone's people's mind like that. You actually got to like really find like their weakness and i think you're really good at finding people's weaknesses into where they can see that crap you have a point because you did that to me right now you just yeah like made me figure i, out I some feel things. like i'm really good at reading people mm-hmm. um you know i'm not a sidekick i wish i was uh-huh. but um <laughs> i'd be you know winning the lotto every week oh, for but real? <laughs> um i feel like i'm really good at reading engaging people but it didn't come naturally. Mm-hmm. It was something that I taught myself. Yeah. Um, you know, there's always a joke, at least at work, where we're hiring somebody new. And yeah. I'm usually the last interview before the decision is made whether we're going to mm-hmm. move forward with giving this person an opportunity. Yeah. And a lot of my um, employees, 
Who's calling us, Manny? I don't know. <laughs> uh, you know my- what? It's the superintendent of the city. It's the superintendent of LAUSD. Uh-huh. Since like, LAUSD is actually starting back up like not too long. Uh-huh. Yeah, they're like... Oh. blowing you up yeah they're blowing me up sorry yeah. about that <laughs> it's okay um but so the joke at, at work is always like oh well if zoraida's in and out in five minutes she's not impressed and mm. honestly like it's funny that i have that rapport but it's true um i ask the same three questions every time yeah and they're not like basic like what is your strength what is your weakness no mm. like i ask questions where I really want to know your personality type. Yeah. You know, and it is, if I'm in there longer than five minutes, then we're going to offer you that. You that have opportunity. my attention. You have my, you have my attention. attention. There you go. Yeah. And it doesn't help that I have ADD. I've never been diagnosed, <laughs> but <laughs> I, I, I self diagnosis. It's okay. Yeah, but my attention span is so small. So mm-hmm. if you don't capture my attention, there's like, there's no way. There's, that, you, sh- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> go down go down on that one <laughs> that is such a good one because that is so like i need to carry that sound effect with me everywhere <laughs> i'll send it to you no but, but you know what you're absolutely right on having someone attention because yeah. when you go to an interview mm-hmm. you don't just you just don't want to go and just impress them no you no. want to tell them i want to be here like i want to yeah. work for you i want to work with you why because this is something that I want to do in the future. This is something that I want to excel in. Like yeah. when I, when I applied to become a coordinator while I'm working at right now, it's not because I wanted it because of the high pay and everything like that. It's not because I wanted. I to mean, be that's a perk, leadership. but that's it not is what you yeah. go out for. My yeah. goal, my goal. When I told them, my goal here is to help others, to yeah. Im- improve other people's work. And fortunately, I've had the opportunity to work with other you know other people beginners and i've helped them excel on certain things am i still helping them absolutely but mm-hmm. i tell my staff the one thing i want from them is to try i'm not mm-hmm. asking you to be the perfect person in the world i'm not asking you to go above and beyond for me no i'm asking you to try because at the end of the day this is for you mm-hmm. what i get out of this is oh manny's you know a you know a great s you know great sc he's a great person to work with i yeah i get that and i'm totally fine with that but when it comes to like me giving my word to other or giving you know names to other people i tell them just don't make me look bad yeah and so here's my take on that go for it i don't i don't um i don't refer a lot of people under me Mm -hmm. because i feel like it's such a big deal it is um i made that mistake the position i'm in right now is because of a referral by from the one of the owners that i work with how strange is that right yeah he referred me and he's the same type as me he's literally a guy version of me that's much older yeah and um i i felt that pressure yeah so for me to refer you i've only done it less than a handful of times with people yeah like for me to be like this is the person and this person is going to get you where you want to be because i could sell it right but it's up to that person and i I tell that person look i don't do this i don't do this i'll help you i'll help you get the job i'll coach you Mm -hmm. i'll teach you how to negotiate i'll teach you how to get where you need to be but as a referral like that's that's another step it's a risky call because you don't know what can go wrong yeah it it potentially go wrong Mm -hmm. and i say potentially because it's not always gonna go wrong no well for me i've actually uh referred someone and um the person was unfortunately let go a couple of months into the job so in in my way i'm just like you know what um first mistake on this one last time it's gonna happen because yeah. 
when I give my word to people, it's like your about, word. It's my word. And I tell them, yeah. you won't be disappointed with this person. So when my old boss um, gave the su- my old supervisor, like she called up and told her, hey, this guy's ready. Like he knows yeah. his shit. He knows what to do. He's going to learn. He's going to get better because that's what he wants. Like they call me. They're like, oh, we're giving you the job. I was like, yeah, like, oh, shit. Like I didn't expect to get it, but I did. And it's just it's a great feeling that someone believes in you. Yeah, I love it. I mean, with employees, I'm constantly the crazy thing is I can hire you to be a receptionist, but I envision you to be something else. Mm-hmm. And that's how I hire people, because I'm always about like, what is what can they truly bring to the team? And yeah. I've been lucky enough in what I do that people love working for me. Yeah. They just love it. And to me, it's such a compliment because um you know, a lot of people go work nine to fives and they hate going to work. Yeah, I've seen. I've and seen to that. me, I'm the type where it's like, if you hate coming to work, then this is not for you. Mm-hmm. The door is right there. Don't let you hit. Don't let it hit you on the way out. Absolutely. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, I get I get people emailing me constantly like, Zoraida, I used to work for you 10 years ago and I want to be part of your team again. Yeah. And. If I'm able to, then I'll bring you on. Yeah. You know, I've gotten people where I know their work ethic and I'm like, man, like, but I already know your potential, you know? Um, And I think that's, it's a compliment to me because I feel like it shows an impact, Mm -hmm. you know? And I feel like a lot of people don't um, impact people in a positive way. And that's what I'm here for. And and here's the thing I want to actually add to that. I work with people that want to stay in the same position. And I'm just like, don't do that. Why? Because what are you going to get out of being here? It, what this tells me is that you're just comfortable. And at the end of the day, I don't want someone comfortable. I want someone that's going to grow out of what you're trying to, you know, what you're trying to get to, what you're trying to do. So so here's a here's something that I learned um, in college. Go for it. You surround yourself with people that you want to be one day. And once you hit that goal, you surround yourself with more people of where you want to be at. Yeah. So what that means is don't limit your circle. Mm-hmm. You should always have a small circle. But if you limit your energy to the types of people that are already with you, then you're never going to grow. Why? Absolutely. Because they're never going to want to be or do more than where they're at. Yeah. And in my, the way that I operate, once I'm bored, I'm, I'm bored. Yeah. You know, so I'm constantly, you know, I have a small group group of friends that, you know, they're so successful Mm -hmm. and they like really inspire me to do so much more. And it's crazy because I inspire them. Yeah. You know, and to me, it's like, how do I, how do I motivate you when you're like, yeah you know and isn't it crazy though to think that yeah oh, i did i did that like yeah me like yeah what? <laughs> and it's a beautiful thing i'm it telling is. you when i, I when i get dms you. and people are like zoraida like you made me um want to do this or thank mm-hmm. you for your help in helping me attain this goal like to me i never thought that I, you know yeah. i was just doing stories because shit i was bored sometimes you no, know but you know what though in a way it's like I felt like you were unintentionally trying to get to other people in, yeah. a, in a way where it's like you weren't expecting them to hit you up and be like, 
oh zo like thank you so much like you gave mm-hmm. me so much confidence no you were just like i hope this helps someone and look it does it does yeah and i can appreciate that from you a lot because i've seen your challenges and i don't put it on the chat i'm just like i'm gonna do it like yeah you know just because i want to see how it is i felt the last one was the one hour off the phone i'm not gonna lie i yeah i'm stuck to my phone sometimes and it's not because mm, <laughs> <laughs> Pina's Pina's like, yeah. knows. but no I, i'm always stuck to my phone mm-hmm. especially you know being at home i'm just like i'm like going through social media i'm going through like news all that stuff so when i put my phone down i was just like oh, i'm gonna go on my ipad no i'm kidding yeah <laughs> no but i put my phone down i actually just started like you know just yeah. reading a book i started like just doing other stuff like i got to work on certain things and i think i think the purpose of this pandemic mm-hmm. um whether you believe it whether it's true or not i think the take back of this pandemic is take time for yourself yes and whatever that means to you yes right like take time to yourself can mean disconnecting from yeah. social media from your phone it can mean reading a book it could mean you know taking care of your health whatever that means to you i think that's what this pandemic is is yeah. teaching us um and i feel like there once it's over mm-hmm. the quality of life for a lot of people is going to change i was gonna ask you something like that so yeah. once you once this whole pandemic this whole covid19 pandemic is over do you think people will be more appreciative of you know the lifestyle that they changed into or do you think it'll go back to how it was before everything started i think it's a pass or fail pass or fail. i think if you put the work if you were putting in the work these months mm-hmm. then yes yeah i think if you're treating it as oh my god i have all this time on my hands i'm unemployed i was getting you know um this this money from the government and i didn't do anything for myself then you failed the test it's I think it's just that black and white. I think that I would say it's a 60-40%. I wouldn't even say 50-50. Yay! <laughs> I think I I say yay because for me I'm not going to lie in the beginning I'm just like oh people are just going to go back to the way it was because mm-hmm. a lot of, like I said before a lot of people don't appreciate the little of, things. The little things. And I feel like right now, it's giving me opportunity to spend time with my parents. Mm-hmm. And, you know, with me, I did get the virus. You know, I had to quarantine myself for two weeks. I think the, the one thing that really got me was that I couldn't hug or even, like, you know, say hi to my parents, like, up front. I had to, like, literally be right. away from them. Like, being stuck in my room for, right. for a good two weeks. I was just like, it was hellhole. Because people ask me, oh, dude, how did you deal with that? I'm like, the one thing I just hated it was just being locked up inside my room like at the end of the day i'm just like i'm just grateful that i'm able to you know hug my parents tell and them it's I love crazy them, all that stuff. because if we go back to a month or two ago when they first restarted reopening things yeah even going to a restaurant felt so good it did right Calavera. right <laughs> like even leaving somebody like bringing you water and asking if you wanted a refill felt so good Okay, I have a question for you now. Yeah. Pina, you can answer this one too. Tipping. What is your opinion on tipping? Do you tip even if the service was bad or like you tip like... A service is a service. I'm okay. going to tip no matter what. I agree. Um, How much you get is different. I think, I think the... T- <laughs> right. <laughs> I think the take back is 
people project what they're feeling yeah and you have to and you have to think about it that way so if somebody snaps back at you if somebody doesn't um you know is not there it has nothing to do with you and everything to do with them yeah you know um but yeah i mean a service is a service mm -hmm. and you have to tip and if you're not tipping you are tripping if that's you're not something tipping, i say then yeah exactly. I, I, okay funny about that is uh, i have a friend um on the 323 i actually brought him on here and that was like one of the like lyrics that says on a song like if you're not tipping you are tripping yeah. so i was like i like that yeah. like that's true sorry no 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 you're good but um the reason why i ask is because even in pandemic we st i feel like we still need to tip yeah like it's not like oh you like people just like oh i'm not required to tip i'm like no, no. but at the end of the day like you're doing the right thing by also you know like Appre like giving that appreciation to someone that's serving you you know like you said a service is a service so for me i think tipping is important yeah like me like the biggest tip i've given was like 35 bucks so i was just like you know what like this person did a great job but i know how you know how hard it is having to like run back and forth just to make sure like everything is good and yeah i feel like you know my first job was at age 13 and a half yeah i was getting paid under the table at a place called subs and pizza so i would make subs pizzas and i would clean toilets mm -hmm. and um i would get some customers that were so rude yeah so rude so but i'm so thankful for for starting to work at a young age not mm -hmm. that i was forced to mind you i mm -hmm. did this on my own you like, wanted to work i wanted to work and my dad had a really hard time with that because they were really old school they wanted me to mm -hmm. focus on school they wanted me to go from high school to college and you know i did all of that yeah so i did everything that they wanted but I always had this itch to do something else. So, and let me tell you right now that I think, you know, going to work is, you know, it's totally your choice. And in my opinion, it's perfectly fine going to work. Why? Because mm -hmm. you want to become independent on your own terms. Like you mm -hmm. don't, you don't want to always rely on certain people. Right. You know, with me, with my parents, I, I work, I pay my bills. I, you know, I, I give them money. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, I'm just like, I don't do it because you know they ask me to or anything. No, it's just like I do it because I know help. I want to help as yeah. much as much as I can. Yeah. And a lot of and you know and a lot of people are like that too. And there's people out there that you know they don't help out their parents. They think that it's a free ride. I'm just like, dude, you can't go in li living in life being like that the entire time. It's gonna come right. a time where you're gonna have to, you know, be on Step your own. Up. Yeah. And, yeah. and I, this is a message to the teenagers because I don't know about you, but there's people out there uh, that have said that oh, once they turn 18, they're gonna they're gonna get out of their parents, you know, hellhole. I'm like, I know people that have actually done it, so I applaud them on that because I, you know, I really didn't expect it. But there's people out there like, oh, 18, I'm out. I'm just like, where are you gonna go? Like, yeah, what's your game plan? Yeah, and people need to understand is that once you turn 18, yes, you do have more independency in your life but at the same time it's like you still got to follow certain rules in life yeah. it's not oh it's not oh um i'm free i'm like i'm free to do whatever i want it's like no there's still laws that you got to follow there's still things you got to do and that's i that's something i stress about to some of the teenagers that i work with at my park because i want them to understand that it's not an easy life right now and especially right now it is not an easy yeah. thing going through what we're going through right now yeah um I'm thankful that I wasn't, you know, my parents both had really good jobs, but mm. I was still raised in a real humble environment. Yeah. And they didn't believe in like allowance. They didn't believe in like 
they're like no like you know if you want to go to the movies we'll give you money yeah um but you know like making your bed and thinking you're gonna get a dollar for it like no okay can i ask you a question <laughs> yeah can i ask you a question do you think parents are giving their kid or it's not just parents like adults are giving their kids too many opportunities to earn that dollar and when i say earn it's just like oh do this you're gonna get paid do that you're gonna get paid so disclaimer i'm not a, i'm not a parent yet no yeah yeah um but i feel like i think a parent's intention is always to give their kids a better life than what they had of course okay but with that said i feel like because that's so general oftentimes their approach mm -hmm. is not successful yeah so i think there's a fine line between you know giving your kids everything you didn't have and teaching them and truly being a role model and a and a and a mentor towards them you know so um perfect example so my goddaughter just turned five years old yeah and um in the household that we grew up in my mom was like oh you know you and your brother when you have your kids you, they're gonna be totally spoiled mm -hmm. they probably will be because there was a lot of things that we didn't have right yeah and especially if we're able to provide or, or give them yeah but my goddaughter is a perfect example so she knows that in order to get something she has to earn it thank you that was actually the next thing that i wanted to mention and that was something that was taught to my brother and i when we were really small mm -hmm. so here's a quick so when we were growing up and the paletero guy would would be like you know in his little car it would like nieve nieve piñas you know whatever <laughs> or doritos or whatever i used to be like dad give me a dollar i want that you know the esquite yeah you know and he'd oh, be that like sounds good right now so he would tell me so my dad would say te voy a prestar el dólar so i'll give you the dollar but you're gonna have to pay me a dollar fifty back mm -hmm. and that was i mean we were taught that growing up really small yeah so it was about borrowing yeah and lending yeah and the only time you didn't have to pay back more than what you borrowed was when you had your own mm -hmm. so we we i think my dad would always say i was more canica than my brother so i was a little bit more you know um what's canica like i was a little bit more clever than my brother because when birthdays came around and i would get money and I wanted something, I, I knew who to go with. Yeah. So I knew that if I went to the store with my dad, I would get whatever I wanted and he wouldn't tax me, right? Mm. So I thought. Um, because I know my mom was just like, nope, you already have too many Barbies. But I know with my dad, right? Like if I would hold his hand in the store and I would walk and, oh, I'll put that in the cart for you, dad. Or I'll do, <laughs> that I knew right when we were going to exit and I wanted that Barbie, he'd be like, okay, put it in the, in the basket. So they taught me early on negotiation yeah, and earning and how to, how to, you know, how to do that, how to manage, how to manage things, that. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, and when I wanted something, they're like, oh, well you have money to pay for it. So then it became, well, do I want to spend my money on that candy or yeah. <laughs> do I really need it or do I not? And I feel like a lot of parents don't teach their, their children that because oftentimes a lot of them are not able to be as involved mm -hmm. as what my parents were yeah my parents were very involved and i'm very blessed same here um but i i know a lot of people whose parents were never involved because they had to work the nine to five to provide to you know 
And some of them taught themselves that as well and, and you know, are successful. And other, others struggle with that now with their own kids. Yeah, they do. And it's unfortunate because, like you said, parents want to give their kids the Everything. best. But I feel like to, in today's life, a lot of parents are afraid to parent their kids. Why? Because of the verge of, oh, I don't love you. Like, I'm not going to respect you, this and that. I'm just like... Yeah, I feel like yeah. there's just a disconnection. There is. So... Um, I see it oftentimes when I go out with people and mm-hmm. I see them and their dynamics with their kids. Yeah. Um, the easy way is just to hand an iPad and just have them play on an iPad. Mm-hmm. And to me, it's like when I have my goddaughter, we're, she wears me out. Same with my nephew. Because we're constantly engaging in conversation. We're constantly, you know, she's testing me. Like, we read the, a book the other day, and yeah. I was like, oh, that's a deer. And she's like, no, it's not. It's a buffalo. And it was a deer. I mean, <laughs> it was a deer, right? And she's like, no, it's a buffalo. And I was like, well, what makes it a buffalo? And, you know, she gave me all these reasons, but she was so confident. Well, hold on. How old is your goddaughter? She just turned five. Oh, wow. Okay. okay. Yeah. Um, but she's very awake in that sense. Um, and I think that has to do with my sister-in-law is amazing. She works from home and she's very involved. Yeah. Um, my brother's very involved when he gets home from work and on the weekends. And we always thought about my brother and i would always think about like oh what are we gonna do with our kids because we were raised so strict yeah um we're like how how are we gonna teach our kids like all these things that we've learned right Mm -hmm. so we had a goal like we said by the age of five she would read 500 books and she did damn so you know i got a subscription through barnes and noble and we were doing audio books and regular books and you know spanish books and she literally it's funny it's trippy actually because she's memorized certain books yeah so when you're like oh let's read a book she's like oh i know how to read Mm -hmm. and you know she's gonna grab the book where she's memorized yeah and she's just like acting like she knows that the words are and flipping the pages and to me that's such an accomplishment it is right yeah um you know you ask her what she wants to do when she grows up and she's like oh i want to be an engineer and you're like, why do you want to be Wait, who, like which kids say they want to be engineers? <laughs> you know, it's it's trippy. It is. And I'm like, oh, you don't want to be like a teacher or like a supermodel. She's like, no, I already you know, I already help people and I show people. And she's like, you know, and I already dress to be like, I'm already that. I just that is adorable. That is adorable. That's amazing that she yeah. had that. She said the thing. And the reason. I'm just like, who wants to be an engineer? And I think it's cool that she wants it because it's like everyone wants to be a doctor, wants to be a firefighter, wants to be an LAPD. But no, you don't hear a lot of kids today say, oh, I want to be an engineer. I want to do. And a lot of it has to do with, you know, that's my brother's profession and that's my nephew's profession, going to be his profession, you know. But um, she just she catches things like that. And Mm -hmm. at five, it's like, man, this little girl's so woke. It scares us because. We always say, like, we have a Doogie Hauser in the family now. Yeah. Because she's so smart that sometimes you're like, okay, wait a minute. She's telling me. Hold all. up. Hold like, up. <laughs> like, how do I, how do I, like, how do I counter offer what she just told me? You know? And she, she knows it. You know, she knows yep. who to go to for certain things. She knows with me, it's like, you're not going to get anything, you yeah. know. But she knows with my parents, it's like, that's their granddaughter. And she, I, you know what? I've actually had that happen to me. Like someone like tells you something smart and I'm just like, yeah. I'm just like, yeah, 
where the hell did this come from? Yeah, we have a lot of those moments. But you know what? In a way, I, I like that because kids today, they critically think. Yeah. And that's something that I actually um, take into consideration when I'm working. It's yeah. like, it's not just the kids. I have my staff think as well. It's like, like, I have them like actually like think outside the box. Like, I don't, I tell them, do something else. Yeah. Like, I feel like this is, this is nice and all, but you want to try something new. I feel so, like words are powerful. They are. Um, and one of the reasons why I love to give back, especially to kids and, and teens and, and work with them is because your words are really powerful, especially with them. Yeah. And you don't realize it until you get put in situ in, in uncomfortable situations yeah. where you're like, oh man, you know, like you really have to approach them a certain way. I'll give you a perfect mm -hmm. example. So, um, we went to the pharmacy the other day, me and my goddaughter. Mm -hmm. And kids, what do they do? You take them to the store, and what do they want to do? They want to touch everything. Yeah. Right? So we're standing in line, and I see her reaching out to grab something from the aisle. Yeah. So I, I looked at her, and I said, Sophia, no touching. Right? And she's like, you're right, Nina, no touching, no touching. Aww. And, like, she's thinking about it, right? Yeah. And she's like, uh, can I touch with my eyes? And she gets really close to what she wanted to grab. Oh, and I'm wow. like, like, uh, like in my head, I'm like, she's going to put her eyeball on the box. Like, <laughs> what is she talking about? You know? Yeah. And she's like, well, since I can't touch with my hands, can I touch with my eyes? <laughs> That's a smart. So to me, like I was like, comeback. okay, like. And I had no, I was like, just stop. Come on. You're like, what do you say to that? Right. I would have been like, but I, you realize yeah. the words that you use to teach are so powerful. Yeah. You know, that it's like, if I would have said it in a different way, she would have comprehended. Mm -hmm. Right. Because to her, it's like, okay, well, I have hands, I have eyes, I have a mouth, I have all these senses. So she's telling me I can't use my hands, but yeah. there's other ways. Yeah. You know, so yeah, she teaches me a lot. Uh, <laughs> and it's crazy because I'm just like, what the what? hell? Yeah. And the people in the line start laughing. You know, they turn around, they're like, dude, they're like this little girl. Because is kids today are smart. Yeah. Like, I, I got to give it to them i'm just like yeah where in the hell do you guys learn it's this access. stuff from they have access to the world wide web yeah they do you know um i didn't have access to that so i i think it's important that you allow them to have the access but i think it's important to limit what they what they see i agree um you know uh i think opportunity is everybody has the same opportunity and people are going to be like, no, you know, there's some people that have so many, so much more connections and they have it so much more easier. Yeah. Yes, that's true. Mm -hmm. But let's take away the 2% or the 5% of that, right? Everybody has an opportunity to accomplish what they want to. It's just some of us talk about it and others actually do it. Yeah. You know, actions speak louder than words. Speak, there's another, you that's know, something that I was taught like. Probably in my teenage years, it's like I would say I would do something and I wouldn't do it. And then someone just told me that. And then, like, to this day, people still tell me that it's like, you know, actions do speak louder words. I'm like, I know that. Yeah. But the question is, do other people know that? Like, people need to understand, you know, what's the difference between talking and, you know, doing action. And these are all things that we heard growing up, right? Like all these yeah. slogans. Yeah. And I feel like when you start working on yourself and you start, you know, 
doing that self-development, yeah. you really start believing and you really start seeing. And when you start seeing little changes mm-hmm. and just your mindset, like you really like, oh my God, like it's so powerful. Like everything, yeah. you know, there's people like to call it like, oh, being woke or, or not being woke. Yeah. I just feel like, no, it's being in tune with yourself. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so so I get so excited when people start using my lingo when people start like complimenting me like like, to me it's it's the world yeah because i'm just like i'm doing this like but i i realized you know especially this year that there was such a need for that so i constantly get asked they're like dude like you're doing these challenges for free on ig and i said well i'm not trying to monetize on that yeah i'm really not like i'm trying to do it because i feel like some people just need structure yeah and they need that push and they need mm-hmm. to be told, yeah. you know, and there's very little people who don't need to be told and can actually just do it on their own. Yeah. But for the most part, people need that little, that little push. So yeah, they do. Um, yeah. I mean, when I do like compliment somebody or, you know, say hi to somebody that you haven't talked to in a while or yeah. do this or do that. Um, I do it because it feels good. It feels good when, when you get it done to you. So, and um you know it's 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 a cool thing i love it it is i love it yeah i'm and i'm glad that you do so you do all of this because you're doing just because you're doing you're not i don't see this as like a service or no. justice or anything like that i see this as like an eye opener for people it's just like you know what there's a lot of good people out there in this world Zoe happens to be one of the most amazing ladies out there yeah. and it's just like People definitely do appreciate what you're doing for them. It's just like you don't need to give them the entire world. You don't need to like like do everything for them. It's just like little words, like the words you put on on social media does a lot for others. It does wonders to them. So Yeah. And I wanna thank you for that because <laughs> like even on the Z chat, people have said, like, oh, I'm gonna do this. And then yeah. there's times where it's just like, oh, I can't do it because I got to work through my phone. And just like, it's okay. Like, you know, try it. Like yeah. you, you tell them, oh, it's okay. You know, try it. You just try it. Yeah. Do it for a while. It doesn't need to be Because I like, feel like excuses always get the best of you. They do. So an hour is nothing. Yeah. So especially that day when I did that challenge, when I was like, you know, stay off your phone for an hour. People were like, oh my God, I can't do that. And, and the like, reality is you could. You can. Yeah. Because you could take a nap. Mm-hmm. And there goes an hour. Yeah. You know, um, it's just it, it's the fear. And again, when you're uncomfortable, then that's when you're doing something right. When you're mm-hmm. uncertain, some of my, you know, some of my great accomplishments in my professional and personal life happened when I took that step and mm-hmm. I was so uncomfortable and I was I was shitting bricks. Yeah. And the 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 payback from that has been great. You know, and that's something that I learned. I mean, really, I call it late because, you know, I'm 36, but I learned that like in my early 30s when I was like 30, 31. And to me, that's late Mm because I figured like I should have learned that a long time ago. Yeah. And you know what? I get what you're saying, but I would tell you is better late than never because some people are just like, oh, it's too late to go back to school. It's too late. I'm like, no, it's never too late. I feel like Like, especially nowadays where you can get a career or or a degree going online, there's no excuse. Yeah. But I feel like in terms of education, you really have to think about what you want to do because there's still careers out there where you don't need a degree. And I need to, and you know, it's important for you to realize that 
it's not a defining agree a degree doesn't define you it's yeah. just something that adds to what you bring to the table yes um and that's that's very important you know um I love when I hear when friends are, you know, going to become doctors or they're doctors now or they're lawyers or this and that. I love it, you know. Um, and I think there's that there's just a lot of people that don't really value relationships and they don't really encourage others. There's so much hate right now, like just jealousy, like underlying jealousy out there that I'm just like, why? Exactly. And it all goes back to their mental state. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, a mental illness has been around forever. It has. Forever. And I feel Since like... Since beginning of time. Yeah, but here's the thing. People don't really talk... Well, in the past, people didn't really talk about... Because they thought you were crazy. Yes. And now it's opened up a light where it's just like, this shit is serious. And you have to thank social media for that. You have to. And you to. have to thank, um, you know, people that have you know, IG famous people or celebrities that have kind of brought that. <laughs> <laughs> I say that as I look at Pina, but you have to, you have to thank people like that, mm -hmm. that has brought, that has brought it out to the, to the world, yeah. you know, to be like, it's okay. It's okay to be different. It's okay to not always be a hundred percent sane. Yeah. Um, you know, I could tell you from growing up, if I would have told my parents at age 15, I need to see a therapist. They'd be like, "Estás loca? Are you crazy?" Yeah. Because you know the connotation with that was always like, "Well, why? Like, mm -hmm. why do you need to see a doctor? Like, you're cool, you know?" Yeah. Um, you know, and I'm I'm one that's like, you need to talk to everybody, everybody. It doesn't matter if you're happy or not. You yeah. need to talk to somebody. Yeah, you do. Because you have your sisters, you have your close friends, but you need somebody that doesn't know you just so you can just let it all out. Yeah. Um, I do it. You know, I, I do it and I love it. Mm -hmm. And there's times where I walk out of there and I'm like, fuck, she's probably like, what the fuck was that? But, you, you, you know, you need, <laughs> you need to do that kind of stuff. You need to make yourself look like a fool sometimes because mm -hmm. that's how you get your shyness out. That's mm -hmm. how you gain more confidence in yourself. I'm sorry, Pina. <laughs> you guys are talking about me. No, of course not. No, but it, it's like people need, people need to find a way to overcome the shyness. And mm -hmm. I'm not saying that shyness is a bad thing. It's totally fine mm -hmm. because in a way, if you really think about it, like you can actually thank someone for mm -hmm. allowing me to demonstrate who I truly am. Cause mm -hmm. I feel like people today are afraid to show like who they are. Yeah. And to me, I tell them, I want to know who or you are. Or they're showing a fake version of themselves. And I don't want to see a fake version. I and to me, real. I know because I'm so, I read people so well mm -hmm. that when I meet you, I'm like, yeah, that's not them. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I stay away from that. So yeah. people always say, how do you stay so positive? How do you stay so happy? Yeah. I don't entertain negativity. And I truly mean that. And Pina can be the first person to tell you, I do not entertain it. If you're not on my wavelength and I don't vibe with you, yeah. I'm not going to entertain you. And there's not, it doesn't mean that I'm better than you or not, because yeah. we're just not, we're not meant to cross paths yeah. at this moment in time. Yep. And that's just how I operate. Yep. Nope. Um, you know, I used to, <laughs> I, love it. I used to entertain people and I noticed that it would like drag me down. See, but I think that's the thing that a lot of people, they want us to be the way they want, you know, they want us to be. Right. Like, I don't know if that made kind of sense, but yeah. like, 
And I'm just like, no, I'm not going to do that for you. Why? Because I'm not about to give you the satisfaction of yeah. you feeling better because you want to see someone else struggle or make a fool out of yourself. I'm like, you know what? At the end mm-hmm. of the day, this is who I am. Yeah. I, I'm a fun, loving person. Yeah, I yeah. tend to be quiet sometimes about certain things. But we but all do. Yeah, yeah. We are who we are. And I'm not, I'm going to be like, I'm not going to change you for that. I'm going to, if anything, I'll embrace who you are. Mm-hmm. I want to unleash who you are because this is potential that we see in certain people. Right. Right. And that's all you learn that through experience. Yeah. And that's the beauty of it. So that's what I feel like my life purpose is. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when people ask that question, like, what's your purpose in life? People feel like that answer should always be like, my purpose in life is to be the president of the United States of America mm-hmm. or like to be a doctor. No, like my purpose in life is to motivate and be a role model. Yeah. And and I, and I love that about you. Yeah. And, and that's what it is. And it's so general, mm-hmm. but but it is general. It is. You know what I mean? Like, that's what it is. So yeah, it is. if I can get you to accomplish one thing on your bucket list Mm -hmm. then i'm happy yeah and me being a sports coach because i coach all girls yeah and i did and i actually talked about this on a few episodes that girls today or girls in the past were afraid to play sports like young girls like once you hit teenage years it's a little more different because um when you go to high school it's like it's easier to join a sports team but as a young girl it's like Boys tend to tease. Boys tend to... So I have a thought yeah. process behind that. Okay, go for it. Okay. I want to hear this. So I feel like girls are taught to grow up in the world to mm-hmm. be perfect. Mm-hmm. And guys are taught to be brave. So I feel mm-hmm. like if a girl, if you could teach a little girl from really young to be brave, yeah, then that's life-changing in it itself. It is. It is. And... I'm just screaming. <laughs> that is my philosophy. I really do think that because I feel like, you know, as girls, at least growing up for me, right? Like yeah. times have changed now, but it's still the same dynamic. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you get married, you have kids, you, you know, keep, take care of the house, you take care of your husband, you, you hold it together. Yeah. Right. And like you having a career and you doing this, like, that's all like, what? What's yeah. going on, right? So now we're entering this this world where it's like women are like, I'm independent. I got my career. I don't the need norm, a man. The norm has changed. Yeah, I got a vibrator. Yeah, like, I just need your time. <laughs> like, <laughs> you, you get what I'm saying? Like, I absolutely hear you. And it's true. Yeah. Like, culture today is a lot different than the culture, culture was before. back then. Yeah, but I feel like the concept. So there's mm-hmm. still a very small percentage of women that actually are brave enough to stand out and that's why i feel that there's still this gender gap yeah because um i'll give you an example so i do a lot of reading right mm-hmm. um and t- i in today's world i feel like um a lot of women that want to have that that ideal job or want to accomplish that ideal thing, they won't pursue it because they don't meet a hundred percent of the qualifications. Yes. And a man, because they're taught to be brave since they're little, since they're little guys. Yeah. Um, the bee right there. Since they're, since they're taught to be brave since they're little, um, if they only meet 50% of the qualifications, they're going to do it. Yeah. And a woman won't. Like, oh, for a woman, they're so domesticated and checking every single little box mm-hmm. that they forget 
that they that there's probably potential for them to go there. Yeah, and, and here's the thing: I empower women. I tell yeah. them, and the way I empower women is I include them in everything. Everything. Yeah. Like even if it's a guys like activity guy, all guys game. They they tell me, can we join? I'm like, absolutely. And then yeah. the boys are like, wait, are you gonna let a girl play? I'm like, yeah. What's wrong with that? They're like, it's a she's a girl. Like she's gonna get hurt. I'm like, do you want to play? And they're like, yeah. yes. I'm like, so then. If you don't allow her to play, none of us play. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, she is human. Mm -hmm. She has feelings. She has all the internal organs that you have. Mine How, is one that's my, dangling. Yeah. <laughs> you know, mine, mine, mine is, is a yeah. private area. Mine is certain things. <laughs> yeah. But you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, how are you going to discriminate against like yeah. that? And that's something that really irritates me. That we discriminate certain, you know, on certain times. We and there's unintentional and it's there's people that are doing it intentionally which pisses me off yeah and there's times where we unintentionally do it because you know they're considerate of you know certain things but then i'm just like you know what if she really wants to do it go for it let her do it because yeah. at the end of the day she's gonna learn she's gonna grow from this mm -hmm. and if she if something does happen to her where a, you know someone she'll, learn down, she'll take she'll, she'll get take back up and her. try again yeah right. but at the end of the day i don't want my boys to be like oh like this is what happens when you play with guys like you're gonna get hurt i'm just like no dude a pop like it was an accident just help her back up like and that's why yeah. i feel like it's so important to be a role model yeah. and that's why for me i feel like it's so important to teach whether they're an adult whether they're teens whether they're babies to teach yeah. them young and to teach people what i've learned mm -hmm. um that's why for me my purpose is to be a role model because Yes. Um, you know, like there's oftentimes, you know, there's there was a lot of opportunities during during my life where I was just like, shit, like I wasn't brave yeah. enough because I, you know, women were were we were looked at as as fitting this mold mm -hmm. and the men taking care of it all. Yeah. Now you're you're going into an age where a lot of women have their shit together. Yes. A lot. And I could see where it's intimidating because I know I come off as intimidating too, you know? Um, but it's not that I'm intimidating. It's just that I've raised the bar. Yeah. And I think that's so beautiful, mm -hmm. you know? So, so yeah. So role models, being a role model is a big deal for me. And I'm glad that it is a big deal for you because you do a hell of a yeah. job with that. Yeah. We're all, we're already at an hour and a half. We're almost at the end of the show, but, <laughs> um, before we'll, I wanted to ask you if you guys wanted to stick around for one more little segment that I like to do. Yeah. Go all for right. It. Well, before we get there. Is there anything that you would like to tell the listeners, the audience, something positive that you think will benefit them going into what I say the like the third part of like the third part of the of the year? Because if you think about it, we already passed the half line, which was yeah. July. We're technically entering like the third, fourth of the of the 2020 year. What is your message to the audience moving forward? let go of what doesn't serve you any longer and keep going oh my god that was that was beautiful <laughs> short simple i will take that yeah i mean that's what it is it is i agree with you so i really can't appreciate i really <laughs> like i can't say how much i truly do appreciate you and pina you know joining me for this episode um you know i wanted to do this episode for a while now because mm -hmm. we're at a time where it's like Kids, teenagers, adults need to hear yeah. these type of things, these type of messages. And what you're doing is not for me. You know, for me, it's like I'm giving you the opportunity to come on here and demonstrate the type of person you are. 
yeah and the type of person that you want to be to you know to the world but yeah. i am really grateful for you and pina being here and i'm really grateful for oh, everything you. that you said but um we're gonna go a different direction for a couple of more minutes let's go we're gonna get into a new we're getting into one of my favorite segments of the end of the episode and this is called spit it out Ooh. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> like that kind of that's a, fir- that's a first <laughs> that was very ladylike of us <laughs> all right so on, on spit it out i actually like to talk about certain things that are happening okay. around the world right now so the first thing i gotta get into right now is caber ruiz hitting the first hey. freaking home run of the year on his, on his first mlb at bat that for me right there is amazing you see that a lot, but it's just like you don't expect it from certain players. But this guy just came, hit that shit out of the park. You know what? I believe that when it's your time, it's your fucking mm-hmm. time. And he did shine. And he did <laughs> shine, man. And you know what? He was well overdue. Yeah. He was. He and was. it was such was a beautiful thing. Yeah. I gotta give it to him. Um yeah. I know I will I know Will Smith getting injured is unfortunate and I hope he does recover. But if Ruiz is gonna be doing this type of stuff. I'm all for it. I'm all for it. And then the thing is, that opens up the question of what happens with Austin Barnes. Because that puts him in a tight position, too. But you know what? It's competition for a reason. It is. Your your job is never secure. And that goes for anything in life, right? You always got to be on point. You always got to be awake because there's somebody out there that's always going to be better than you. I I agree. Bring up the mic a little bit for me, please. So... Get closer. There you there go. There you go. Yeah. So beautiful voice. <laughs> so yeah, we're totally excited about Kiebert. Um, you know, he <laughs> he did really good. Good job. Yes. And, and the Dodgers swept the Angels. Hey. The Dodgers swept the Angels. <laughs> Let's go Dodgers. <laughs> All right. No, you know what? I see the future is bright for the Dodgers right now, yeah. especially with Mookie being on the team. I feel like he's being a big influence he's been a leader too he is and that's what the Dodgers need I'm not saying that they Dodgers didn't have Dodgers needed that. That, that hype yes they did and, and he Mookie, brought that hype exactly and then yeah. I also wanted to talk about him. he's doing work in the community already yes like like I know he just signed the contract and everything but it's just like you see that type like that type of money people get and what he's doing Justin Turner has been doing it with his foundation mm-hmm. Kershaw's been doing it with his foundation mm-hmm. Jensen has been doing it and it's like for him to get that type of money and to be putting into that, that's what I love about um, MLB players. They give back to the community. Even though he's not from LA, it's like, excellent. Perfect. I think you're just born with that. Yup. It is. And I'm glad that he he's doing that. So kudos to that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Next thing on here. This weather. What the hell is up with the weather? Hey, it's a sauna out here, yo. <laughs> it's cooled down since. <laughs> yeah, it has. You know what? I feel like when it gets hot from like, 10 like 11 to like yeah. 3 in the afternoon and then once it hits like 5 o'clock it starts going down little by little I miss winter though I'm a summer guy so I, I love this weather but I just can't be home just, just, I need to be at the beach yeah I mean I, I I love the rain I love I love to be under the blankets when it's cold outside yep. the heat I can manage it but shit this is why I would never live in Arizona yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's true this weather is bipolar that's true that's true but there's no place like cali so nope and there's no place like la too we live in such a beautiful city that we need to really take care of the city 
<laughs> All right, next thing. Uh, so I posted on my Instagram a couple of days ago the best chili cheese fries. Hey, you posted Tommy's. You know what? Okay, here's the thing. I, yeah, I was like, Toro. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Here's the thing about that. I posted the picture of Tommy's because that was like the most decent um, looking uh, chili cheese fries on Google. But people were telling me like, Tommy does. I'm like, oh, I see what I did there. <laughs> but where, where do you think has the best chili cheese fries? You know what? I don't know because I'm not really a chili cheese fries kind of girl. My go-to is Tommy's. Yeah, my go-to would be Tommy's as well. Um, Unless it's like a hole-in-the-wall spot, but I don't know if... Can we count animal styles from in and out I was going to say that. I was like... I mean, I mean yeah. yeah, it's vegan, <laughs> right? Because it doesn't have no meat. I mean, or vegetarian. True, whatever true. It is. But yeah, I would. I'm a. I'm an animal style kind of fries kind of girl. <laughs> awesome. I had to add fries at the end. You saw that? I almost slipped up. All right. Um, for me, I like fat burgers. I've never been to. I've a fat never burger. been to fat burger. You know what? I I've taken a few people to fat burger. They like it, but it's not their first choice, and I'm totally okay with that. Yeah. For me. The best chili cheese fries, um, where can I say this? I want to say Dodger Stadium's carne asada fries, but it's just like, they're not really chili cheese no. fries. But So my go-to would be Tommy's. Yeah. But there's a lot of places in LA that people have told me that I should go check out. Yeah. So I'm kind of, I think I'm going to do that in the future. Yep. Yeah. Gets me excited for a Food Flex episode. Yep. <laughs> yep. Television. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Nah, my flexes are Friday, folks. So for those of you, I did, um, I do that every Friday. I do like a whole food flex segment where I talk about where I go eat at and what Yum. I got, and then just talk about what the menu is. But wow. I do gotta take. We gotta go to the Italian restaurant that I yes. go to. That's one yes. part that you ladies will love to go to. Well, anything food, anything food related. <laughs> anything food related. <laughs> yep. All right. Last thing on here. Um, pursuits in LA. Those are the best. Those are the best, right? <laughs> I love it. Right I love watching pursuits because you don't know There's what like the hell ten. is gonna go on. Yep. And or then who's, driving, who's driving? And then you start yelling at the TV, and then you're like, "Where are the cops at? Or where is this?" <laughs> like I would do that. Yeah. You know what's funny? Since Normandy is like, oh my. <laughs> Since uh, you there, there might be a pursuit yeah, right, now. Might be right now. <laughs> We're right here. Yeah, yeah, there was on the 210, I think. I was yeah. actually reading yeah. about that right now. But no, the reason why I talk about um, police pursuits in L.A. is because that's one thing you can't live without in L.A. Like, people mm. like people come to L.A. like, what's happening? I'm like, oh, it's another uh, police pursuit. And they're like, you guys are used to this, aren't you? I'm like, yeah. yeah. That's one of the, like, for me, live TV, that was, throughout the whole pandemic, I was just like, oh, I get to watch a police pursuit. Something live yeah. on television. Yeah. So yeah, are fun to watch. they are fun to watch, but then it's just like, what's gonna happen? Are they gonna crash? Are they I gonna like give when, up? Like the whole SWAT team comes out. For like, real. Just gets or where it becomes a foot pursuit. Mm-hmm. Or like a standoff. Or like yeah, hours. and then there's some where they like start like they know they're already on TV, so they like start waving and like they well, throw shit out the window. The one that happened down in the hood a couple months ago, I was like, you yeah. are so crazy. I think I want to say a few years ago. Remember the one where they shot? They shot the guy on live and then they didn't replay it yes, after that. Yes. That was crazy. Well, here's the thing with the news. Once they start, once the LAPD start firing or someone starts firing, they have to cut it. Yeah. Like, that's their protocol. Like, they have to yeah. cut it from the TV because it's, I mean, it's of course, gruesome. It's, it's gruesome. Yeah. Yes. 
Yeah, but yeah, I love, I live for these pursuits. I, I mean, I'm too. not telling you guys to get into a pursuit, but I'm saying I'm watching it if you do. Watch, watch <laughs> it. Don't get into one, please. Shout out to Rob Ram for uh, always posting. Those yeah, things. Rob Ram, man. Uh, he's always posting, and then he's like, all of a sudden he becomes an anchor. Anchor yeah. <laughs> Rob. So, um, so yeah, we. I love it. You I know, love it. you know what's funny? Um, this was, I believe, in February. I was working at my job. And I was just supervising. I was just supervising the um, the gay varsity kickball league. And I'm gonna tell you guys right now, go, seeing those games, they get competitive. Yeah. Like they get really competitive, and it's cool because it's like they know me already. They're like, hey, Manny, how's it going? Like they offer me like food, drinks. Like they take their little snacks. Yeah. Some of my car chilling. So here's the funny thing. Um, I had gotten on Citizen a notification to say uh, police pursuit happening near your area. Yeah. So I was like. Oh shit, it's probably not that like close to me. I end up finding out it's like two minutes away from me. Oh, wow. So here's the thing that happened. I saw that oh they're coming my direction. Mm -hmm. So I was like, uh-oh. Like the gate was wide open and then the uh, the car and the cops were already coming. The guy makes the right turn, I see the gate open. I immediately get out of my car, run, I shut the gate, and I took I put the lock and everyone's like, what the hell is happening? I'm like, oh it's a police pursuit. So yeah. they're like like oh shit like and yeah. then everyone looked at me like why'd you lock it i'm like do you want this person to get inside with their yeah, car potentially hold you hostage yeah. and you don't know what they have that's yeah. that's brave i had to notify my director because right there is just like just like so they can know what happened and yeah. he told me he's like that's a good move on you because you didn't need you like you didn't technically need to do it but it's just like you did it because you don't want no one getting hurt i'm like yeah of course yeah but Police pursuits are, are fun yeah, to amazing. watch. Amazing. Yeah. The most dangerous ones are when the child abduction. Oh ones. my God. I've seen yeah. so many of yeah. those. Yeah. I, get, like, I get creeped out of yeah. those. Like, I'm just like, please. See, like, like, three, four kids come out of the car. Mm -hmm. yeah. No, I remember one time that they had a dog in the back seat. And the dog, like, I, the dog was about to fly out the car. And luckily, whoever was in there just grabbed, grabbed the dog them. and put him back in there. That would have been hurtful for me. Yeah. But yeah, folks, don't get into police pursuits. We love talking about it. Just watch it. Watching, Just stay away from being a criminal. Yep, yep. <laughs> we love the content, but please don't do oh, it. Please, yo. <laughs> All right, guys. Yeah, this was it, and that was spit it out. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah, I, I do this because it's like I like to talk about certain things like going on. It's like my news thing, and it's like we get to give our take on it. Yeah, I liked it. Thank I you liked very it much. It. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> well, ladies, we are at the end of the show. I know, I know. I I love talking. <laughs> Don't cry. <laughs> Aww. What are we gonna do now? <laughs> uh, let's go eat. <laughs> oh man, what are you guys gonna go eat? You got poked like fifty times. Oops. Um, I'm hungry, you're hungry. I'm hungry. You're yeah. angry. <laughs> no, you know what? Um, I just go get chili. Do it. Tommy's right here. No, and you know what? The cool thing about being in this area is the fact that one, well, you live right here in Boyle Heights, right? Yeah. So it's like Dodger Stadium's not that far from you. Once the game is over, you can just go straight to Tommy's. Yeah. That's actually a ritual for me. Is it? It or is. You go to taco stand. You can go to taco like stand too. Yeah. Stand. Oh my god. Oh, I gotta talk about those taco stands next time, but I'll bring you ladies back for yeah. that one because I think definitely. Tacos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We can actually do a food flex on tacos. I'm down. Let's do it next time. Or actually, you know what? I'll go to you ladies next time. I'm portable too, so oh, I don't need yeah. this bad boy. I actually have another one in, in there. Oh, okay. But I wanted to use this one today just because it's legit. Yeah. It's nice. But yeah. Folks, we are at the end of the show, unfortunately. Wait. Mm -hmm.
uh, wrong button. It <laughs> always happens to me. It, it always happens to me. You guys nah. get the organic version. No, nah, we that. have a little we have a little blooper moment for it. But this is the button I actually really wanted to play. This is the we're at the end of the show, folks. Why isn't this thing working? Uh, oh, oh ah, forget it. It's okay. It doesn't want you to end it. I That's know it, does, it really doesn't. It doesn't <laughs> want me to end it, but it's okay, folks. Yeah, folks, we are at the end of the show. But first of all, let me just say thank you so much to my lovely guests, Zoe and Pina, for one, not just gracing me with your appearance because you two are two beautiful ladies. Aww. Don't cry. <laughs> But because you ladies came on here today and, and spit some truth out to yep. the world. And I think we needed this. We need to demonstrate the type of people that live in this world. Mm -hmm. And I think it's really important that we spread that positivity to, to those in need right now. So, ladies, thank you so much again. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Of course. See, the clapping, the clapping works. The clap, like, every, the, the audience. the crowd goes wild. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, before we go, ladies, would you like to give your Instagram so people can follow you? So especially because I know people will definitely go on your Instagram and see your stories. And you're more than welcome to. Um, you know, I have to approve you. <laughs> <laughs> my my stuff is on private, but um, it's Zo that's Z O underscore Rye R Y E underscore D U H. So Zo Rida. Zo Rida. There you go. And I did that phonetically because my name is Zorida, and I get asked a lot, like, "How do you say your name?" And I'm like, "Okay, what is the simplest, silliest way to to write it?" So Zo Rida. There you go, folks. And you know what? I love your name. Like, there's, <laughs> I, like, when you yeah. first told me, I was like, there, that is The a... story is dynamic as to how I got it. Yeah. We'll say that for another time. time. But, uh, Pina, your turn. Oh, mine is um, Veronica. Veronica. Underscore Jasmine. J underscore Jasmine. J-A-S-M-I-N-N-E-E. -E. There you go, folks. And it's always an honor and a privilege to be next to Veronica Jasmine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's public. Hers is public. Um, she is IG famous. She is oh, IG famous. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> it's crazy because she's our friend, but we don't think of her that way. But you know, she is. I don't. She popular. No, no here's the thing with with Vettel. Like I, the funny thing is, I actually like followed you on Twitter years ago. Yeah. I'm not too active on Twitter. No, and and this was like in the past when like everyone started getting on Twitter to see the Dodgers, yeah. like tweet about them, and I stopped. I was just like mm -hmm. on Twitter, like was fucking with like relationship and shit so i was just like i don't want to like mm -hmm. fuck with that anymore but i was like and I'm actually like, you know twitter is gonna be the new platform for those of you that kind of keep keep mm -hmm. um on track with that stuff like what yeah. i do at some point ig is gonna go away snapchat's gonna go away and there's gonna be a new platform that's kind of gonna integrate facebook and ig and all yeah, that so i i feel like twitter has it's it, it'll never go away it's i feel like it'll out. it'll grow it'll slowly go back up but yeah. then it'll grow again so yeah. i just started using twitter again i mean i i used to tweet so much shit back yeah. then one of the things i used to do was um the mean girls tweets oh, <laughs> like you hashtag it and you just quote like mm -hmm. scenes from the movies so people would just be like how the fuck do you know this one i'm like <laughs> Rule number one: If you didn't watch Mean Girls, if you haven't seen Mean Girls, then dang, where have you been? Especially <laughs> in the two thousands, like if you went yeah. if, after the movie came out, if you didn't see it in high school, then how did you how did you get through high school? Yeah, <laughs> say crack again, crack, crack. 
That was actually one of my favorite parts. Even though it's so simple. Yeah. You crack with your meaning. You can't yeah. sit with us. <laughs> you can't sit with us. <laughs> favorite line of, of Mean Girls. She doesn't even go here. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. That's a good one. And that's going to get pulled for a sound effect. <laughs> she doesn't even go here. <laughs> no, but you know what's... Um, with Mean Girls, we'll get into that another time. Yeah. We're already out of time, unfortunately. I know, I know. Me, me, me. That guy's a dickhead. I'm not a dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> I just, like, we got we got stuff to do. We yeah. Got, we got to go places. But I definitely would love to have you girls back on here in the future. Just, you know where to Let find us, us Manny. Yes. Well, actually, I do have something planned. Okay. I actually talked to Triple D. Oh. You, hey, you see that? See how I rub off on people? I just be giving everybody nicknames. <laughs> and you know, and you know what? When, when <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> I'm too many nicknames. Yeah, Sweet Tana, Hootie Who, Moon, Moon I Walker, but I call him Moon. <laughs> I love how you call me Moon. Moolia <laughs> is my favorite. Moolia, of course. That was so like organic yeah. and you know the funny thing is I was, I was just like i'm just gonna go with it but then again i was like hey, yo you had no that. choice i really <laughs> didn't have a choice i have too many so. nicknames but um yeah ladies i do have something planned i was actually tra- talking to um triple d about this and for those of you who don't know triple d is that dodger, dodger daddy, daddy danny hey 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 um i was actually talking to him and i do have a big episode planned Perfect. it might be with what's the word LA? it might be with living in a three two three but we're going to wait until we're actually able to go back to the stadiums for this. Okay. Because Pantone 294 is probably the biggest fan base that I've ever seen. Right. I need to join you all for one of those games. I've yeah. always wanted to go. Those I've trips are really fun. never been able to go to one. Uh, I actually want, want to bring you guys all in here to talk about the experience. Okay. Because if we can motivate people to go to games, get like we can only see how many Dodger fans are actually going to go out there. It's a beautiful thing. I mean, tra- I mean, that's just an excuse for you to travel. And then to be able to travel to do something that you really enjoy watching a game. Yeah. Um, you know, like all of us met through baseball. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I can say the same. It's it's a beautiful thing, and and it's crazy, right? Like baseball, how many fans? How many how many people fit at Dodger Stadium? And yep. that's so much potential in meeting a new face. And who are the greatest baseball fans in the world? The Dodgers. <laughs> we are, man. We we, really we are, are. We are, and. Dodger, like a lot of people hate Dodger fans. Rightfully so. And I mean, <laughs> I don't care. I, at the end of the day, I don't care. It's yeah. like, we know the type of fans we are. Yeah. But the one thing I will say is that for those of you who hated us because of the 2017 World Series, thinking that we were arrogant because we were defending Kershaw, we had every fucking right to defend yeah, them. Yeah, we did. Fuck the Astros. Yes. Yeah, we did. And yes. Yes, but ladies, we got to go. We got some stuff to do. Yes, we do. We gotta, we gotta get, we gotta go to work. We gotta right do there, all mom. this. Mama, <laughs> see you, mom. Okay, mommy. No, okay, but folks, appreciate your parents. Appreciate who you have around you because you never know when it can all end like that. Be grateful okay. for everything you have, folks. Um, one thing I'm really grateful for is you know the people that i have around me right surround yourself with beautiful people exactly well i'm already surrounded by beautiful people (laughs) (laughs) not physically but also mentally you you know know? what i meant (laughs) but yeah folks thank you guys so much for listening to the show and zo veto thank you ladies so much for joining me for this episode Thank thank you we'll see you guys soon i'll be back on friday with a new food flex
Yeah. And a whole new spit it out. Thank you guys so much. We'll talk to you guys soon. Peace.